1: to the pick six podcast everybody uh live from indianapolis brady quinn pete briscoe brian wilson i'm the draft guy pete so uh <laughs>
2: this is your shining moment your one shining <laughs> so like moment to reach for the stars. fitting it's here
3: in indy too <laughs> i feel like they <laughs> have right. a number it's of those first, hey that's right
2: yeah By uh, the way, this is a shining moment for you because this is gonna be the best pick six podcast we've ever had because will brinson's not on it wow true. True.
3: shots fired people so, just hear about
2: that huh yeah uh yeah. Yeah,
1: Debo actually saved prince's job yesterday from the podcast we did we were talking about you and said some things you probably shouldn't <laughs> said out loud so it's in, it's in the file wow but uh debos back and forth Lauderdale, so we're going to do this thing first things first uh youtube you know what youtube is
2: yeah isn't that that <laughs> thing where you can watch videos on <laughs> that's oh, right
1: yeah okay. so if you uh like the podcast you can subscribe uh hit the uh notification button so anytime we go live and do we'll be doing free agency live stuff how do you feel about these emergency podcasts brady
3: uh not a fan, but <laughs> apparently our watchers, listeners are so whatever it, t- it takes yeah, for Yeah. So
1: brinson Breach and, and me will be doing a lot of those things for interesting the draft. You'll probably be part of some of those things as well. Won't be <laughs> and then uh the <laughs> podcast where you listen on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star review. And we always say leave a five-star review if you like us. And if you hate Will brinson you can leave a five-star review and then leave a comment explaining why you do it. And, surprisingly you get a lot of reaction. to that. This
0: one, I want
2: people to leave a, a, a comment about how much they enjoy it without him on it.
1: That happens probably as, mu- as much as you would think it would happen. I think it's a great strategy to leave a five-star review
3: of hatred. That's, that's really what you want to leave for Will Brents is what you're saying.
1: And the thing is, and you guys know Brince as well as I do, like typically you don't like negative reviews. He leans into them. So yeah. he, he feeds off of it. Ooh. That's good. Most competitors feed off that kind of Ooh. stuff, right? like Michael Jordan, <laughs>
3: Tom Brady. They all kind of I mean, this is the ha ha yuck yuck fest. If you're going to be ha ha yuck yuck. So you mentioned those two names, Matthew Stafford. He's a Hall of Famer as well. Uh, I've talked about this with Will. I'll first just disclaimer: that's not up to me. Oh, stop. I it. think because it, no, no, because he won a Super Bowl, though he's in the conversation. Depending on what he does the rest of his career, it's true. Be- oh, he's what, in the conversation. With and especially with what he does the rest of his career, the people are trying to make that definitive. He's a Hall of Famer. He's no. not, dude. He's not done playing. If his career ended today. I he wouldn't be a first ballot. I can tell you that be, much. he wouldn't okay. be a Hall of
1: Famer. I think that's Matthew Stafford. This is Pete uh, Matthew. I'm sorry, Matt Ryan or Matthew Stafford.
3: Um, I mean Matt Ryan. I think. I mean, he's been a league MVP before, right? You know, he, uh, bottom line is, you'd probably say he's had a better career. He's just missing that Super Bowl. Correct. And I don't know that you necessarily blame him either. If you're up twenty-eight no, to three, and no,
2: you know your no. defense can't seem to get a stop. So I really, when you think about it, Kyle Shanahan's had a big part in whether uh, Matt Stafford on. is and Matt <laughs> oh, yeah, Ryan right. isn't. isn't. Right. Think right. about that. Right.
1: He's, okay. All right. So we're here to talk draft. I just wanted to get that out of there because that's that's Will Brinson's baby getting Matthew Stafford to the Hall of Fame. Um, first things first, and uh, actually, I'll start with Pete because I heard you talking about this earlier, Brady. And I like to tell this story back at the Senior Bowl three years ago. Pete went out of his way to give Drew Locke a hard time about having tiny hands. And what was his reaction? He got got angry
2: at you. He said Dan Marino had small hands, too. Really? So far, I think Dan So far,
1: Drew Locke's not Dan Marino. (laughs) So far. They could change. You know, anything's possible. So Brady, Kenny Pickett, eight and a half inch hands, which is, I think it's like the first or second percentile uh, in the wrong direction. So concerns? No? Yes.
3: Well, there's some concerns there depending on you know how he grips an NFL ball. NFL ball is bigger than a college ball. And the other thing you'll see about an NFL ball that's very different is you have that half stripe in college, right? Over the years, that's changed. That's become very grippy. And so even the laces oh, the and, actual and stripe that actual has. half stripe. Yeah, it used to be slippery. It used to be slick. It used to be paint. It's right. not anymore. Right. It's, there's actually grip oh. there. So not only if you don't wear a glove, uh, is it more grippy in general, it's easier to break in. And it's smaller. It's not as long. It's not as girthy as an NFL ball. An NFL ball, it's just laces. There's no grip there for you. There's no stripes to add any additional grip. And if you notice, when you get those bad boys out of the box, they're red. All right. The balls you play with in the game, they become brown. There's a long process of how you go about rubbing in dirt, brushing it off, deflating, getting away that sheen, deflating. If you have a smaller hand, you can deflate them (laughs) a little bit. You you can do that.
1: Are there allowances Um, for that?
3: Uh, there's not allowances for it, but some guys like an inflated more. There, there's there's a there's, there's a, a spectrum of, there's a spectrum gotcha, of where you yeah, can be. Right. If a guy has a bigger hand like Aaron Rodgers, he likes to be pumped up as much as humanly possible. Some guys don't have as big of hands, they'll have a little less air in it or at the very bare minimum. You know, whatever the bottom of that spectrum is. So right. You know, that's where you come into this. And it's about ball security. It's about how much of your hand can you get on the ball to protect it. All those things are important. At the end of the day, can you throw in bad weather? That's what this is about. And if you have a bigger hand, there's a thought that you you can. And if you have a smaller hand, there's a thought that you can't. The reality is, you know, Kenny Pickett played in cold weather, bad weather. It wasn't an issue. Um, do you ever
2: remember watching a game where you said, "Oh boy, he's having trouble throwing I, you know, the ball"? You know,
3: until I, until you brought up earlier, Pete, the Senior Bowl. I, I don't recall a time where no. I thought he ever had an issue throwing the ball. And I think with a smaller hand, over time he'll have to adapt his grip to it. And that may be what you saw at the Senior Bowl is him adjusting his grip to what makes him feel comfortable
2: and get the best spin off it. What, Michael uh, Vick had eight eight and five eight hands or whatever they are too. So do you? Do you care? He or can not? throw the ball.
1: No. Not, uh, I don't. And Bray, let me ask you this though: So, does the glove compensate for that enough? Where you oh, for it sure. Be an issue. You, if we already had
3: a, a rule, because I remember when I got to Denver, I tried testing it a little bit. I used to wear in Cleveland a glove on my off hand because it was so easy. When you took a snap. Those things, it, it's like the old stickum. And probably even more so than that, you know, back in the day, you put stick-em on their hands to help catch the ball. They are so tacky and so sticky. I do it because. I knew I'd never fumble a snap. If that ball hit anywhere, even if it was an off snap, hit low on my hand underneath center, you'd still be able to grip with one hand and palm that thing out. The problem is if you put on your throwing hand, once you put that glove on, you can't take it off because you'll hold on to the ball longer. It actually, it's a little tackier, right? So it changes up your release point. It changes up how it feels. Didn't Brady throw with gloves at times? Yeah, but but again, he had to practice with it. He got right. to a point where he practiced right. with it. I tried practicing with it and I never felt confident or comfortable enough that I was going to be okay in a game time scenario, making certain throws, especially touch throws. Because right. it, it takes a bunch of reps getting comfortable with that, but it definitely adds to the grip and it, it definitely alleviates a
1: smaller hand. So Pete, how many combines is this?
2: Nineteen ninety-four was my first combine.
1: Were you allowed to go in were you ever allowed to go into the media? You never could do that. So for you, uh, what what which one of these events, if any of them, matter? What measurements matter as you try to evaluate these guys? Or does it just like the
2: the old school field? Medical. But you don't have any you're not you don't have that now. Well I'm saying of the whole process, the entire process, the thing that matters to me most from here is the medical. The interviews, they're all staged. They're all you can't get 15 minutes, you're not going to get anything out of that guy just that. because they're trained.
3: Yeah, yeah, you're trained. That, nowadays, you're going to shoot hoops with them, right? Right, well, is that a thing?
2: Uh, yeah, Seriani did like. it yeah. with Gardner uh, Minshew. Yep, no, no, he did it with Sam Howe. He also did it with Gardner Minshew. Oh, Minchu. he did those rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. With how that was yeah. weird, yeah. But no, I don't think you get. And, and the drills, everybody talks about oh, this number if he's on his agility drill says that he's going to be a good player. You know, the biggest hand size ever here, you know who it was. Jim Druckenmiller, remember him? Oh, yeah, Virginia Tech. He was a stiff. Yeah, couldn't play a lick. Well, how does hand size do for him? Terrible. It doesn't matter. Well, just attached to a bad arm. If, if you're been on the right arm, be okay. he had a big. No, he had a big arm. Right here, wrong. you didn't have. have the wrong brain. I mean, you just but you got to take the whole thing, the body of work. But when in the end, what does it tell you? When you get the whole body of work, you get the medical. You get, and hopefully those are clear. You get the interview with him. You put him on the board for a couple plays or whatever, and then you do all these stuff these drills here what does it tell you to do it tells you to go back to the tape and watch the guy Then so why if are we the guy, doing the
3: drills i have no idea <laughs> well you're looking you're looking for a baseline comparison and i think what this process does is if you're between two players that you have a very similar grade on there's no medical issues there's no character flaws that you're worried about it helps you give you that extra <laughs> data point to then maybe help make a decision right hey he's a little faster in the 40s a little more agile he's, you know, you get those sorts of things to it. I think the interview process, you're downplaying it somewhat because you do have the 15-minute speed dating sessions, but you do have opportunities to speak to teams outside of that in a more informal uh, capacity. And I know it's not as popular as it once was, now that they put everything in prime time where they're testing, but those were instances where you'd bump into a guy, you kind of talk more casually, and, and they'd get to know a little bit about you. And, and they don't feel like the need to impress or shoot hoops or do whatever other crap they were planning to
2: do in the 15-minute meeting – they, they get to know who the person is, the player, a little bit with a guard if down. If you're, but okay, you bump into him, you spend an hour with him. You're gonna know that person, you're gonna know him as better big. than not spending an hour with him. All I mean, right. Pete, I'll put it I mean, this way. You, I'll never forget my first my, hour. You know, of I was hanging just going the <laughs> first time I met Brady, he was the most rigid human being I've ever met in my life. Now look at him, it's he's Pete, all loose. He's, yeah, it's Pete. Is Pete the, the, the best thing Pete. that happened to you
1: in terms yeah, of maybe, to maybe, to him? Maybe as far as broadcasting, you broke him down. Here's my theory, and Brady, tell me if you think there's any truth to this, if you can be honest in your heart of hearts. Brady Quinn has been Brady Quinn his entire life, right? Since probably like eighth or ninth grade. Pete is the first person in your life to consistently rip, consistently rip you, bring you down to his, to the average man's level. I, you
3: know, I don't, I don't look at Pete now at Pete does um, a couple of things really, really well in the <laughs> art of broadcasting. He will tell you exactly what he's thinking. And there's not many people who don't like sugarcoat it. Yeah, like that's Pete true. will do that. I will. Uh, and then along with that, He's extremely animated, which is highly entertaining. Yeah. Like, you could take a T-shirt with 50 different images of Pete's face and just different expressions of Pete, <laughs> and you could just wear it everywhere. And it is a whole – I mean, the, the the range of emotions Pete goes through is amazing. I feel like um, you guys are giving me a tribute here almost. Did you find kind out of. Did, <laughs> I into, did I get into the hole? Do you know something I don't know? It's your
2: 28th combine, is right. it not? It, it, do I, did I get into the hole? Do you know? Did you tell no, me? No, but it's your 28th combine. You're in the combine. Brady Clint
1: Hall of Fame. Oh, Yeah. yeah. I'm looking for the the see you gift. That's one of my favorite gifts. I'll show Brady. See ya. you. See, a see ya.
2: Um, no, Those things.
3: I think the other thing he he does really well. He's, he's very brief. You know, brevity is is a friend of his, and he's able to say a lot with not saying much and I think that's actually it's a, it's a higher form of intelligence which always shocks me because it comes from Pete
2: this is amazing I'm telling you this is like you it's, know I'm looking for the cameras or I something. Know, but you're I mean, right
3: because then there's Will who it takes him an hour to say anything and yet he claims to be really smart and I'm like look Pete will say what you could say in 30 minutes in a short time frame and I'm like that's impressive
1: no, you're right. And Pete, I always tell people all the time, because Pete exactly tells you what he's thinking, but he has always been, that feels like a tribute. He's always been great to it me. He is, okay. You know. Did I get in? And did
2: I get in? Do you know?
1: It's uh, its worse. <laughs> <laughs> Got some good news and some bad news. <laughs> we love you. You're not going to be around uh, No, just kidding. Um, what I want to ask you, though, Brady, did, so I remember you had the, the PCL after the bowl game. Did yep. you do combine or not yet?
3: I didn't. Okay. And the way we went about doing it was, Charlie Weiss was our head coach at the time and coming off and we thought it could have been a torn ACL. It tells you how long, how far we've come with like, you know, medicine technology and all that. that. And I was just like, put a DonJoy on it. We'll see how it goes. By the way,
2: quick interrupt. Um, when we get the Brady Quinn operation game that I'm actually going to order one and make one because he's had every malady in the history of the world. We could go to Brady, his hip, his knee, his ankle. <laughs> <laughs> what haven't you? Your finger, I mean, finger? I didn't tear head. my ACL. That's always But good you've thing. had every... Well, had my finger, my, right? my injury,
3: I had a finger. My, my injuries have come up like in recent days of back injuries, finger, Liz we, Frank. You have it all. He's yeah.
2: had it all. So when we get the operation game, we have make it the Brady Quinn operation He's game. much
1: handsomer yeah. than the original operation guy too. Oh,
2: that Broncos. guy had problems, didn't he? He had <laughs> issues <laughs> he, he wasn't doing well i don't even
3: know what the original question was
2: um, i want to ask you about what, about your combine when you were here oh so i tore my pcl and truth be told
3: um our, our what we tried to do was put our pro day close up in proximity to indianapolis so teams could come right from indy up to south bend which it's not a hard commute hard trip um the hard part about it is you kind of forget like teams are here for a week and they're you know, especially in those days, getting after a little bit more. And uh, it's a long time to be away. You almost want like a break for a few weeks before you come back. So we ended up literally scheduling two pro days. And it was basically around the fact that I wasn't going to be able to test or do anything. I was just going to throw. And that was all to try to hide a PCL injury that I was I had. And I didn't feel comfortable testing at that time. Not that it mattered, but I still wanted to. And so um, that was why I ended up throwing like a week later. Still didn't feel 100%. Did
1: team doctors know during combine we could buy the PCL or Bro, not? Bro,
3: so you go, that's the, that's the one thing. Like I tried to like, you do all these little exercises, try to tighten up around your knee. Right. You go through all these, like eight different ones. You have four doctors apiece and they're all looking at you and they're all tugging on your knee and your arms, and your limbs, I and mean, they're tugging on this thing. And so finally we get to the last one and the guy's tugging on my knee and it felt loose. Like it was sore. And he looks at me and he goes, Hey, we need to go to the hospital. You need to get MRIs on both knees. And I was like, all right, I was like, anything else you want to look at while I'm there? Because I I knew what that meant. That's Why both it, it's a ten these? hour trust. Why both to these? compare and, and oh. just to check both out? I mean, literally both knees. Because I have other stuff with my right knee, but there it is. Um, operation it's on game. the board. Oh. It's, on the board. <laughs> it, it's, it's somewhere in <laughs> there.
1: In my medical history. But all right, so um, let me ask you this. So the measurements are today. They're going to throw tonight. Pete, you like the guys to throw because you want to see the fire in the belly stuff, but. You can hurt yourself if you're either
2: throwing a bunch of guys you don't know. Not look- in my world. Not in my world. You're not hurting yourself. I want to see you throw. If you throw well, fine. If you don't, I'm not going to ping you for it. If I was a personnel guy or a scout, I just wouldn't. I go back to the tape, rewatch the tape. Now, if a guy goes out there and he looked like he was throwing, you know, good, passes with velocity in college and he throws helium balloons when he's right. out there, something went wrong between the time he finished the season. And now that I would go back to and try and figure out what happened. What did he do? Did he change his mechanics? What did he, you know, what's the problem? But no, as far as changing my mind on a quarterback, I'm not changing it based on what he does out here. Good or bad.
1: Yeah. So would a healthy Brady Quinn, I would have competed for sure. Yeah.
3: I would, I would have gone to the senior bowl. I mean, back then I remember going to uh, mobile and just going there to say hi to some coaches, meet some people, because uh, I wasn't healthy enough. So, you know, had I been healthy, things would have been fine. But literally, like, the worst thing you could imagine is going into your final game and then getting hurt. I mean, I remember leaving that thinking, like, obviously, I was devastated how the game went. But, I mean, to be honest with you, you know, we we knew it was going to be a tough matchup for us versus LSU that year. But then it was afterwards, it kind of switched to, like, what happens now? Like, I need to go get an MRI. I need to go see Dr. Andrews, you know, see what the rehab is going to be, what that time frame is going to look like. Because I kind of had in my plan like how this is all going to go. I came back my senior year to make it almost like a, a redshirt year running an NFL offense. Was, oh, I was still in college. Were you, uh, was that a bowl game?
2: Yeah. Sure. the hell did you play it?
3: Well, back then. Yeah, why'd you play it? back then? I know. Well, first oh, I would have
2: been a trendsetter.
3: It, no, it, it, I'm not going to be a trendsetter. The first off, I, I played in it, didn't play well. I think I tore it like in the first quarter, became really, I, I'm already immobile. I became really immobile at that point. Um, wait you ran the you're in four seven forty? Straight line speed, buddy. That's that that That's doesn't not apply to football for a quarterback. Bit. I can move a little bit if I get ahead of steam going. Yeah. Like my 20 to 40 was better than my 10 to 20. All right. Long strider took me a while start to start farther going.
2: back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> get a running star for your 40.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I remember my pro day when I did come back to test um like the third step because i was always a guy never no one taught me to run and like i would always grab like you you some guys naturally run like that where they, they stride out in front of themselves and they pull with their hamstring right. it's not how you're supposed to run right. you're supposed to be always kind of pushing back right. down and cycling through oh, i know that. and i literally my third step i remember like kind of tweaking my hamstring so obviously you pop right up then <laughs> and i was just like oh i'm just gonna
0: run like hell to get down through this thing and hopefully i'm done for so, the day but
2: you know i you could have been the trendsetter brady no. First guy ever to sit out the ball game. Okay, Brady Quinn. You, but, oh, he got hurt. But that's
3: but that's one of the differences though between like when you look at Matt Corral who did get hurt and Kenny Pickett who didn't play. Like I respect the hell out of Matt Corral for doing that, and I know you feel like it's that that wasn't going to affect my draft stock one way or another. I don't think it didn't for Tua.
2: Um, I think there's others, other other examples of that. The fire oh, in the belly was what you know no, Pete was upset. Okay, about. you give Matt Corral credit for playing, yeah, and he got hurt. So who's the smarter guy, Pickett, who didn't get hurt, or Corral for playing? But aren't we? We're at the point now where it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't right. matter if you play or not. It's That's your decision. I mean. I'm a decision. I respect your decision, but, but it, don't we- ping a guy for not playing either. Yeah, but when
1: Christian McCaffrey and Leonard Fournette first did it, you were probably anti against it.
2: No, yeah, I was always against. I was uh, anti yeah. against. I was always against guys not playing those meaningless bowl games. Oh, okay. They're exhibition games. I've said
3: this to you guys okay. for the entire year. Like I've always been a big Kenny Pickett fan. The way he's played this year, the jump he took all that. You were one of the first guys, I give you credit, you were one of the first guys on Kenny Pickett. And and what bothers me though is it's a quarterback. Like let's be real, the the chance of injury for me or Matt and all that it's kind of slim. And yet you both got hurt in your ball
2: game, <laughs> right?
0: Because it's life. <laughs> really? Crap you don't
3: happens. Play. No, they don't they, mean anything for a quarterback. You can play, and he oh. could and best, especially versus that defense in Michigan State, which was the worst pass defense in the entire country this year. Still, he could have lit it up. And he could have finished on that sort of high note where there is no doubt about his ability.
2: Um, But again... Until they got here and they measured his
3: hands. (laughs) He
2: he could have have pointed back to that sugar bowl and said, yeah, "Yeah, but how about that? How about them apples? I mean, I always go back to way back in the day, speaking of how a bowl game probably doesn't mean anything in terms of evaluation, and it didn't at this time, Tom Brady played one of the greatest bowl games I've ever seen against Michigan. I mean, uh, against um, Alabama. Alabama was winning that game the entire game. He brought him back in the fourth quarter, and then in overtime he won. And he was thrown to a wide receiver named David Terrell. Yeah. And David Terrell, everybody thought it was David Terrell. And he was a first-round pick the next year because he was only junior that year. But it was Tom Brady. It wasn't David Terrell. And the entire league missed on it. Missed him. But that's not – his fault for Tom Brady playing the game. No, he, sat well, out. he had to play the game. He was a he was
3: a nobody. Well, he battled with Henson and he eventually ended he was up was a nobody at the time.
1: All right, let's take a break. Come back and we'll actually talk about the quarterbacks, none of which Pete likes. And I'm going to. No,
2: it's up. not that I don't like them. I don't love them. We'll you find love out them? after you the love break? them, too. We'll find out after break, Pete. Robert
1: Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If
3: you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this, too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.
1: All right. So uh, you won't believe this, knowing Pete, knowing me, but – of the course, of the week we've had the the offensive line, the running backs, the quarterbacks, the wide receivers come through, and I love them all equally. Like I was so happy to sit next to them. And of course, like you said, Pete would have been honest with them right to their face. Right, and I'm just like professional PR guy, and because I, I love people, Pete. So with that in mind, let's talk about the, See, on the other
2: side of that. I don't like people that much. So. And, it works. Here but we it's, true. Yeah. it's true. It's true bo- in both cases. But I'm
1: going to start with Brady because I have a sense of how you feel about a lot of these guys. And I'm going to start with – we mentioned Kenny Pickett uh, a moment ago, but I'm going to go to, to Leak Willis because here's – I do the math problem for – this is how I think about it. So if there's a 25% chance you're getting not Josh Allen but perhaps – 80% to Josh Allen, 75%. He's the first, you have to take him in the first round. Now, the question becomes, how do you get there? He's not 6'5". Um, Pete doesn't like him as much as a runner. As Who are we comparing him to as a runner? Um, oh, Jalen. He thinks Jalen Hurts is a better runner. I think Malik has a chance to be a better runner. Uh, he is, uh, his arm is fantastic. Who do you think is a better runner? No,
3: I, I like the comparison. I, I think they're... I think Hurts is probably a better runner, but that's also because I've now seen him in the NFL and I've seen him in you college. He's a glider,
2: times. I think, than 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 Willis is.
3: I think they're both more on that side than. I mean, no one's Kyler Murray.
2: No, which right. when
3: he came out, I mean, he, he, he's just different. they not Lamar. No, no, and no one's no. Lamar. And, and so I think what you're talking about is a capable runner, um, the Russell Wilsons, the um, you know Jalen Hurts guys who are athletic enough to rush for 500 plus yards a year. And then also have five rushing touchdowns whatever i mean people act like it doesn't matter it matters right to a defense because on third down if you're you know converting 50 percent of your third downs and you know two or a game are converted on your with your legs like alex smith that was one of those sneaky stats stats about alex smith he was so good about taking off just a couple few times a game to pick up a first down and it was one of the more underrated qualities that he had as a quarterback like people wouldn't talk about it but that's what made him a guy who started and played the league for a long time before. Mahomes, Mahomes devastating does energy. it. Mahomes will do it at times. I mean, I does. Allen does it all. Well, Allen's different. I mean, right. he's a legitimate runner, right? Right. Like right. as big as that. Well, they call run teams. plays for him, right? Yeah. Like I'm not. I mean, you can do that from Malik Willis from time to time, but he's not Josh Allen's size. I don't no. think he's gonna have Josh Allen's durability running the way well, Josh Allen does. Malik Willis.
1: The, uh, the measurements he came in today uh, <laughs> at the combine six. Foot even in a half inch uh 219 31 and a quarter inch arms i don't know if yeah, that, i mean arms, i don't care about that no and i don't then, care about uh, 219 uh, nine and and a half, nine and and half six inch. foot 219 six foot is little but the other well. little guys we're talking about kyler okay. and he yeah, can't see the difference the difference
3: <laughs> with kyler is kyler you you can't touch him in space he's just so quick he's he's a defender's worst nightmare because you're he's gonna put you on a highlight reel and he's gonna make you miss and he'll get down and you never even touch him you know, not many of these quality quarterbacks have that sort of quality to make someone juke and move like that. Um, I, I would look at Malik like this, and we talked about it earlier. He's got upside because he's got a strong arm. He's got that athletic ability, but he runs an offense that, when you watch it on tape, there's no timing elements to it. Yeah. Um, there's RPOs involved in that, which is becoming more prevalent in the NFL, but not. It will never be widespread. It can't be because of the rules. right? When you can only have an ineligible lineman right. downfield a yard, it's not right. enough. In right. college, it's three. Right. And when you get officials at that level, it's like, it looks like four or five from here, right. pal. Like right. It's yeah, hard yeah. to tell. It's
2: like a screen pass. On it, I, I mean, I literally, the they
3: can hold it on and go through a progression. In the NFL, you almost have to have like an outside zone plan to then allow your line to stretch and not climb to the next level or climb to like a backside backer. And so the play almost has to be a certain type of play in order to have a downfield pass like a, or a,
2: any sort of like, like progression. Like a, like a, it looks like a wide zone play, and you pull it and throw it to the other exactly. side. Exactly, right. you
3: know, to have a downfield throw right. or any sort of like defender read play right. where if you choose this guy, you go that guy, that sort of thing. So there's not enough elements of that, and I don't think you can put in enough to make him feel that comfortable day one right. or in his rookie year. So I think his transition is going to be more understanding... How to read defenses, especially in the NFL level, because that flips. I've, I've talked about this all the time. You look at the hash marks in the field, right? NFL, they're more narrow, right? So it, it's 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 flipped in your mind. In college, you see a safety towards a hash split safety, so you have these middle field open, middle field closed, or one high, two high reads. Well, in the NFL, you see a, a safety towards a towards a hash. You're saying, oh, it's post eye safety. So all that, all that little stuff, you don't think it matters? When you have to make a decision in two and a half, three right. seconds, it matters. Because right. you're being trained to do it a different way your whole entire career. And you, and you get a variety of coverages, combo coverages, all these things. So he's going to have to learn how to read defenses more. He's going to have to learn how to play within a sense of timing and rhythm, get ready in the football. And that's your concern is like, where's his learning curve? and But but it also makes him a candidate where you want to at least draft him in the back end of the first if he doesn't go higher. Because you want to have that fifth year right. option where you can still have that growth
2: and development if he doesn't play year one. Where do you draft? I mean, Brady Quinn's the general manager of a team, needs a quarterback in the top 15 of the first round. How good is the offensive taking, line? How good is the defense? That's here nor there. Are you taking it? <laughs>
1: No, it does matter if you're the Saints or you're the you're the Falcons. That's a different conversation. Well, I think it, I think it also
3: matters. You need a
2: quarterback, and you think he's good, you pick him.
1: Yeah, you pick him. But
2: I think it also
3: matters like who you have there, and and no, no, not no, not players. I'm what saying quarterbacks. About... Oh, okay. Like you look at the situation <laughs> in San Francisco with Trey Lance. Trey Lance to me is a player who kind of falls in this category. Um, now Trey Lance is bigger than Malik Willis, but again,
2: you know when you look and at runs it, runs better.
3: I, I, yeah, I, I, we'll see. I would say they run him similar. I think yeah, I think, similar maybe.
0: being bigger, bigger helps him.
3: Yeah, and it can be more physical. But anyway, the point is, you know, they had a situation where you could draft him, let him come in, maybe have a package for him, or we like, play a little bit, and you see what he is. And and that's where I think you look at, like, an Atlanta Falcons. That might make some sense for them because they have Matt Ryan still under contract for another year um, or any other team where you're not so sure. You know? But, like,
2: Pittsburgh, you're the Steelers. Would you take Willis? Well,
3: again, uh, Mike Tomlin, uh, <laughs> and Kevin Stop Colbert. It. Didn't they say Mason Rudolph would be the guy?
1: Well, the, Tomlin's also said he he likes mobile
3: quarterbacks. Right. Well, and Trapasso told me that too. He thought Mason Rudolph was going to be the guy. <laughs> what about so. what
2: about Washington?
3: Washington's a place where he'll immediately be the starter. Right. So it can't work. Yeah. But well, Nike I'm not saying it there. can't work.
1: But I
2: they they want to.
1: They don't want to play him. Ah, no. I
2: mean, you okay. watched the guy, didn't you? He's just just. I've a guy. seen worse. <laughs> I saw worse quarterbacks last year. Well, the, she tells you the state of quarterback in the national. No, football that's
3: way. true. I, I would say this much. I hope whatever team does draft him. If they intend to like play him his rookie year, which we usually see now first round quarterbacks, they're playing right away. Let him be the guy day one. Oh, stop you, you with this so? stop Even, with this whole like, hey, let's like try to, you know, bring him along with or you. make find him out the guy. Yeah, find out who make he is. Make him the guy. You you didn't play that was the Derek Anderson year. I didn't play until uh two thousand the the um seventeenth game or seventeenth week. So at the very end we played in San Francisco. Brian Young's last game, which was by the way, it's so cool. Like playing against the guy who's down in the Hall of Fame and, and he should be. But that and guy but
1: you were a four year guy at uh Notre Dame, you came back, you were more I think you're probably more ready than Malik is coming out. Yeah. Do you right? But I'm saying, do you did you want to? I wish I would have, yeah. It would have made you
3: better. Well, one of the biggest I mean, I I felt so prepared with everything. One of the things I hated about what we did in our offense was, you know, we didn't have the, the quarterback control all the calls as far as protection, run blocking schemes, as far as setting the protections. And we did that in college. And it was much easier in my mind when you get in a loud environment to be back in shock and I know exactly who your problems are, as opposed to having your center do it. And then you're like, all right, I might see something different than he sees, or he might be more concerned about this and I'm seeing this. And so I'd rather throw this route and have this guy come free. If that's the pressure they're
2: going to bring, or if that's who we're going to have coming free, I'd rather throw that side. Look, and you know this, I told you this, and you would, you would agree with me 100%. Every quarterback I've ever talked to said they learn more from their first three games playing than if they sat an entire year. Yep. Yep. Okay. And, and so the, you want them to play, find out who what you have. Yeah. Everybody always goes, well, what happens if you mess with his psyche? Well, if you mess with his no, psyche. But that's but, but that real because the hard thing <laughs> is nowadays
3: organizations, they don't withstand the public pressure and the outside opinions of people and they start to listen to it. And so then as an organization, if you don't support him, knowing that he's going to go through some growing pains. Then it becomes you feel like you're isolated and then you're like, all right, they're just going to move on after a year. It's mm-hmm. a tough position to be in, I think, for any player in, in, in that position. So that, that's that's my reservation with if they're not going to support him, that's going to be like, all right, let's yank I'm, the kid I'm out of there. I'm a big
2: believer. Play him right away mm-hmm. and find out what you got. And if three years later, you're going to have to go back into the pool if he's not the right guy. Okay. Yeah, but, okay. the right
3: guy. but listen to what he just said. Three years later. Right. So he's giving you three years yes. to see what you have. Yes. And that's what I'm
2: talking about. You have, have to have organizational support if you're I going to make that decision. Hey, 100%. I agree. It's got to okay. be three years.
1: All right, Pete, which quarterback you want to talk about next? I'll let you lead the conversation on. Who's your, who's your guy? Carson Strong. She wants that. You want to. Talk no, talk Carson.
2: I like Carson Strong a lot. And I really liked him a, a lot during the season when I watched him. I agree. Him. So 6'3'. He kind
1: of popped out to me. 6'3 today, 226. I thought he was bigger than that. That He looked a little taller. Nine, in a, nine and an eighth inch hands. So concerns are. Medical.
2: It's not Small a big hand. For it's, that. not a big, it it's not a big hand. No. Um, the medical is the thing for him. And you hear that there's a lot of concern about the knee, not just for the now for the future.
1: He was on. So we, I talked with him and he could not have been more forthcoming. It was weird how forthcoming he was about the, the state of the knee and where it was. And he had the procedure before the season in August, he had another one in February. And, um, I remember a Scout telling me back in September, he, he said he can't throw a slower half. And then he texted me back in, uh, early November or whenever, late October, and said he's actually doing better. Carson con- confirmed as much and that he felt better. But
2: where were you? Like hey, we- 20 Let's put it this way. 20 years ago, if the knee were healthy, he'd be the top quarterback in his yeah. draft. Because I asked him, I said, you're a traditional pocket passer. But he is- can't move. And so everybody wants – and part of the pre- reason guys – have to be able to move because the bit. offensive lines are so bad in this yeah. league now, and it's it's almost become a product of that. Right. That it, and look, I've become I've come all the way around on this. I think you have to be able to move. You have to. He can but move if, inside the pocket. Is right. that good enough? I, I is, don't see that. As no, I don't like see so. it inside the pocket either. Well, he can't hurt this year.
3: I know, but even then, like there's, you know, you see other guys who play hurt or hurt. And they have a little more sense of of movement in the pocket. Okay, I don't see him having that same sense. Now, granted, it could be a. Look, when you sit in shock and all day, you, you don't have as great of a feel for the pocket because you're constantly back so far where you feel like you can escape one way or another instead of stepping up. When you drop back, sometimes as you're dropping back, you realize, and this guy's going to a point behind you, I can put my foot in the ground now and step up. So a lot of times guys that play under center a little bit more, they have a little better feel for a pocket and then how that feeling of timing and rhythm should work then guys just sit shock a lot which obviously he did.
2: But so he you, would be he would be the he would be the I don't he, disagree. We talked about the summer. Back. I'm nowadays over the, the summer the, I liked them. Yeah, with the way the offensive lines are now you have to look for a guy who can move. And I'm not saying run. I'm saying move.
1: What about this? And um Brady, I want to hear you say about this too cuz you mentioned Malik Willis with the lack of anticipation throws. He's the best Carson Strong the best anticipation thrower in the draft. I would agree. So that Accounts for some of the lack of movement and yeah, the but,
2: but again, with bad offense, you're playing yeah. in them in his con what is that conference now that's a different Mountain name? Is right. Mountain West or whatever is still the mount? But you're playing in that conference, so you don't have the elite pass rushers bearing down on you on a regular basis. What so you get away with the bad, yeah, it's a good what, what you're
3: saying is you know, where he's drafted, the team he's drafted to is paramount to anything else, and I think that's the difference when you look at some of these quarterbacks who do have more mobility you know, they don't have to have as much around them in order for them to be successful. Uh, he probably does, you know, given his skill set
2: and probably given the health of his knee long-term. Yeah, uh, long-term, it could be a problem. That's that's why yeah. he, that's why he's probably going to drop down to a third or fourth round.
1: I think you're right. And I, if
2: somebody takes right. him in the third round, I'll give you an example. Let's say the Broncos don't get a free agent quarterback. They could use a third or fourth round pick on a guy like Carson Strong, no, I think see fine. what he can do and maybe he can develop because they have receivers around them and stuff. I, I think that's
3: going to be... Um, We'll know once we get a few weeks into free agency. You know, some of these trades that are being thrown out there and speculated about, um, and and where a guy like Mitchell Trubisky, a team might say, hey, we feel like we've seen something in him in the past. We want to give him a shot or run at it. it Isn't that amazing,
2: though? It is
1: absolutely.
3: No, it is. But like, that's the reality. Is if a team makes a move like that, it doesn't exclude them from making that decision. But it might be giving you the tea leaves, like, hey, we're not going to go after one of these quarterbacks in the draft.
1: You're saying that the fact that he's the number one QB, him and Jameis probably, but I think Jameis goes back James to New Jameis is probably
2: going to go back to New Orleans, right. which will leave Trubisky as a wanted commodity on the market, as a which Steelers is fan,
1: I would love, I'm, I'm not even joking. I would love to have him. In oh,
3: let's not forget too. If Jimmy G's shoulder yes, isn't you right. know, getting surgery in 16 weeks, not or you can't throw or excuse me, however many weeks, um, or they said it was 16, didn't they? So if, if that's the case, like he's probably somewhere in this conversation as John Lynch was pretty vocal about moving forward. Trey Lance, you'd think that, all right, he's not a free agent, but he's a trade commodity that you get something back in return. And but you might you not like him, him, but you're going to have to pay him. But like Carson Wentz, Jimmy, that's, that's yeah, fine. That's but I'm right. saying teams are willing to shell out some money to have a guy who's
2: serviceable, right? Especially again, with this draft class where there's there's no one you feel overly if great Jimmy about. Jimmy Garoppolo had been healthy all the way.
1: But he can't stay healthy.
2: I think he'd be a perfect fit for Washington.
1: Okay, but here's the
2: Ready-made man. team, ready to go.
1: But right now, what is the team? Let's say he's healthy. And I don't know in June or whatever. He gets 100. What are you giving up? Like you get a third round pick or more?
2: Yeah, nothing more than that. Okay,
1: third. okay, okay.
3: A yeah, okay, second fair. round seems a little. But wrong. but you get what I'm saying. Like you'd probably look at this quarterback draft class and I'll ask you two: Would you not take Carson Wentz, Jimmy Garoppolo, I'm, if he was I healthy?
2: Carson Wentz has a gets that glazed look on his face. Okay, you Jimmy, know how I Jimmy hate Garoppolo. That. I would take Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah,
1: not for more than a third round pick, though, but I mean, and look, when we think Watson's gonna move. We think there's a
3: chance there's some other guys who may move. So I mean Watson we'll, we'll has to see. figure
2: out his legal situation right. first. But if if Jimmy Garoppolo, if your choice, if you're let's just say Carolina or Washington. Oof. Better better if you're Washington I'm tight. Right. You're making the choice. Would you rather have Garoppolo or Pickett?
3: I mean, That's close. Go, it, it, I, look, I, I look at it this way. I think Garoppolo gives you the best chance to succeed right away.
2: Correct. And
3: so it depends. Pickett might on
2: have huge upside. You never know. He could, but and it's gonna be cheaper, but, as you right, pointed out. Right. Garoppolo's gonna cost you a boatload of money because you're gonna have to pay him. He's making twenty five. You're gonna have to that's, pay him at least that. That's the other thing. And it's only one year left. But look at everybody. Look at the Ryan Tannehills of the world. They make that money.
1: Well, th- he's a great example of someone who left a bad situation and, and got a, a, a lot better. But is he good? But he has a running game and has well. The the people of Tennessee. Terrible, but, the people in Tennessee
2: want him out. But the last three, however long he's been there, he was he's good. A, oh, he's a winner. But the team wins, right? But, and look. They're all in the same pool. Those That's guys. There's, there's a bunch of them all in the five same guys pool. guys and everybody else. Kirk Cousins and and Ryan Tannehill and Jimmy Garoppolo and Mac Jones will be in that pool. Stop and it. stop it. He will be. Uh, the best
3: way for her to explain: There's great players. There's good players. there's players who have good moments. All right. It's the yeah. NFL. Everyone's good. It's just there's some degree of that. Correct. You're talking about the greats, the Aaron Rodgers, the Tom Brady's, the there's those guys. Josh who Allen, category, Josh Allen, Allen or <laughs> Patch Mahomes. Yeah, you keep yeah. saying that. I, we need him to do a little <laughs> Joe more. Joe Burrow
1: will be in uh, it. Joe Burrow will be there. Um, uh, Herbert, the five guys you think the win ten Super Bowls That's in the next right. three years. That's right. They're all um, in
3: there. And then I think you look in the next category. There's good play. Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback. Yeah, you know he's not a you know, he's not a you know guy who's had good moments. is a good quarterback.
2: He's not there yet, but <laughs> no pressure last. No, year. but you know what though. He did some really good things last year.
1: But here's the thing. You're talking about Mac Jones. And, you know, I, I like him a lot, but the difference in yeah, Mac sure Jones and, and Davis Mills is that at the end of the year, Davis Mills was out there and he did play well, but there's no pressure. He could throw five interceptions. And he's still going to go out
2: there the next week. Yeah. The flip side is that you're playing behind a really good offensive line in New England. And you're not in, in, Throwing in the that. ball. Three True. In the
3: I, I would, I would challenge that the wide receiver group though is equally as good, if not better in Houston than what you
2: had in New England. Yeah. Brandon cooks, Brandon cooks is one of most
3: underrated wide receivers for his
2: entire career. I agree. But he, he also missed time last year and, and they have Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith. Those are tight them? ends. I, yeah. I said wide receivers. You're talking about the group. You're uh, talking about the group. I said they wide receivers. Too. They, did, huh? they didn't do as well as they should have, I
3: think. Are they Are they worth what they got picked up for? Do, no. do
2: you think the group around Davis Mills last year, was better, the, entire yes. group, was be, the entire group, Was the entire group, offensive about, line, receivers, no, no, tight I'm ends? I'm not going to say the offensive line. Okay.
3: I, I don't look at them that way either. See, you just want to be right. So You want to say, I said group.
2: I didn't say group. No, I, I said why? I receivers. want to be right about Davis Mills because that was one of my guys. I know you, know. you do. And oh, so yeah. far, it looks good. Yeah. But, that's but you, I
1: think you have said this, and you're exactly right. If Davis Mills would come out this year, he'd be the first
2: guy taken. I agree. I he
3: says he- that. I don't. I don't know that he played enough to make me feel overly confident that I'd pick him. Well, he would. In that scenario, it?
2: he would. Let's just say he had gone back. to eat. got? He would have been one or two. Right. Yeah. Sure. Fair but I'm saying he would have been one or two. And Davis Mills or Malik Willis. Davis Mills. Yeah.
1: All right, let's get through these because Pete has other engagements that doesn't involve this company because that's what he does when he comes to the combine, according to Jamie Eisenberg. So I don't know if that's true. It's amazing. Uh, so I'll start with you, Brady, and because uh, I want to hear what Pete has to say. I, uh, yesterday, um, Desmond Ritter was on set, and I never just talk, that that dude has an edge. Like, oh, for sure. Everyone you saw it
3: when he was playing Notre Dame. Everyone here. Right.
1: He took a. I, I was talking to him. I said you took a ton of hits in that game, and you, the toughness was incredible. Made some great throws. He made some suspect throws in that game yeah. too, especially early on. On, but here's the thing. here the stats, Pete. He had uh how big was he? 6'3", to eleven. He looks. He looks about two eleven. Yeah, Slight of frame, but tennis hands. So got big hands. Uh, but he's the not edge.
2: Drunken Miller big though.
1: Not no. He's smarter than Miller sounds like. But uh, the edge with which he uh, he comes off just sitting not have a conversation with him, I, I was like pumped up. But the thing for me is accuracy and arm strength. Yeah, everything else is you, you love about him. He's played fifty plus games. He's done. He's a leader and all the other things. He's Kellen Monk.
3: Like that's who he reminds me of as far as a guy who I think he's got good size for this draft class. He's got good athleticism. He's got a ton of experience, um, but there's nothing that makes you feel from watching the tape, watching him throw the football that he's going to be able to take that, that huge kind of leap that that's kind of how I see him in this draft class where I, I don't know where he'll end up see, going.
2: I, I think he's better than Kellen. No. And,
3: and, and I think he's probably a more fluid runner. Yeah, um, I think he's got more of an edge as opposed to Kellen Mond. I think he plays the game with a little more fluidity. As far as like Mond felt so rigid and it felt so yeah. stiff. Yes. Let me ask um, you. This. He plays different than that, but there's still like the things that you worried about with Mond were you know could he accurately make consistent field
2: throws downfield, and you don't see that with Desmond. Right? You know me, and and this <laughs> he doesn't fit my quarterback ideal. Well, let me start. What he, he's this. got? Hey, tell I, him what he's got.
3: In the, the belly. let's start with the belly. yeah no but he's, i like he is, him hey what does he got though a ton of fire in the belly yeah
2: the more i the more i watch him i know he's had accuracy issues and everything but there's for that style of quarterback i happen to like him more but how how than does that tra-
1: like you wh-
3: he doesn't he? have the dynamic running ability to make up for what he lacks in passing
2: what about That's i'm not concern. even joking what about
1: the that edge i was like oh my god this guy is for real uh how does that translate into an nfl locker room in terms of being like a alpha leader does that matter it,
3: it's, it doesn't matter as long as you if play you're any produce, good if yeah. you're good you're good, you're, you're good. Like, shut, like honestly like you can matter. be the weirdest dude but if you're good no one cares <laughs> and, and by the way they, they'll, they'll accept you for who you are right.
2: if you're good right. tom right. landry was i mean tom uh, brady was a great leader but if he had been a six-round bust he would have been an awful leader all right
1: okay so uh where you, where you you like him more based on the way he plays i, I don't love him
2: like i don't love is he thing, an nfl he,
1: starter like he's a guy he years from now that's he can be well, I, I don't. I, how do you get over the the arm strength and accuracy issues, Mike? I, like, how do you fix that after being a
2: uh, fifty plus? Games? I don't think his arm strength is that bad. You're you're making him out to be like he's, he's a an warfare.
3: I know. I think he can make all the throws. Yeah,
2: they all can make all the throws. But if you're lining him up with this, this but crew, I mean, you're look okay in, in this class. Who is the best arm? Strong.
3: Malik does. Well, Malik, when his, legs, his legs, legs work. I think, I think Sam Howell has a, Sam so got a good arm. Yeah, Sam, Sam Howell has a good arm. But he, okay, Sam Howell has
2: a terrible feel for the pocket, though. Let's say well, that he that has, happens when your pocket's breaking down all right. the time. Yeah, let's well, say he
1: has a great arm. Then the accuracy issues after five, after fifty plus games. How is that going to magically fix itself? And that, the footwork is a huge he, he, concern. Josh too Josh
2: Allen had bad accuracy issues at uh, okay. Wyoming.
3: He was he terrible. Great arm. I disagree with that. And then look, he had a. Great, As you would say, with bouncers and bartenders who are catching passes (laughs) for him, I I, I saw more drops on that than anywhere else. And and by the way, it's
2: not by, but that was the, Okay, go back
3: and look, go back and look at his, go back and look at, I don't care what the book was. I'm telling you my opinion of it. it. Go back and look at his first two years to play in Buffalo. His, his receivers were usually somewhere in the top five, top 10 drops. Right. Every time. I agree. I mean, that's what happens. You've got a really strong arm like that. You're going to have guys who drop some yeah. passes. I mean,
2: when you put the tape on a Josh Allen college, the ball's doinking off their helmets.
3: I mean, go back and watch the Iowa game when yeah. they played in that. Year. Yeah. I remember Literally, he threw a touchdown pass on a deep post, yeah. doinked right off the guy's like, face mask.
2: Vividly I remember,
3: remember, remember that. I remember the play. And, but, and you know what the other thing is? He had to throw balls away sometimes because he had lack of protection. I agree. And, and no one ever looks at that and goes, oh, okay, well, maybe it wasn't that. At-. They just look at his completion percentage. Oh, it was low. You're he was inaccurate. To the choir I'm talking here. to Ryan here, too. Okay. No, I, He's a part of the conversation.
1: He is. Stockholm syndrome me on Josh Allen, so I don't have a choice but love to. I you stayed like,
2: you stayed off him for a couple of years.
1: No, I, I was I wasn't doing the draft then. That's gonna be my. <laughs> but you,
0: no, that worked. That, that timing worked, worked that. out well for you, Ryan. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: true that. Uh, no, Pete was right, but Pete's right about a lot of things. He was right about uh, Josh Palmer, who I was talking about earlier today. Yeah, uh, he love Josh I, Palmer. I I was couldn't have been more wrong about him. Uh, but I crushed Mac Jones. All right. So a uh, couple more things. Man, to be determined.
2: There's still some thought that he faded <laughs> like- down the stretch in New England. No, no, and- I, you're right. I can't disagree with that. Yeah. All right.
1: You got to go in a minute. So let's do five minutes. I'm going to talk about two more quarterbacks. I'll start with you, Pete, um, Brady, because I know Pete has some some questions. But Mac Rowell is my QB1. I, I like the way he plays. And we've talked this before. Yeah. The offense, the size. He's 6'2". Mm-hmm. Uh, that's taller than I thought. 212, and five eighths in his hands. Uh, I bet he he drank as much water as humanly as possible.
3: paper. <laughs> oh, yeah. To weigh Does he weigh 205 pounds. when he played. I know. He he had to have drank literally eight pounds of water or something like that. So, um,
1: can he come in and to a program like uh, Washington or um, I don't know about Atlanta, but. What's a Zach Wilson's size? Because Zach, Zach
3: felt Wilson? smaller,
1: but no, about the Zach same size. one. No, Zachy's- Zach. Zach. Well, no, I don't think he's so. not 64. No. He's
3: probably 6162. 6one They're about similar size and I, I see them as similar players. You know, I, I think you go back and look at the offenses that they ran. They showcased That's the ability one to run. run.
2: That's a one it's run. It's a
3: lot of one and done, one and run.
1: So let me tell you something. I talked to him uh, on the set about this and I spoken to him about it before and I like the I like the answer so I asked it again. He had 14 interceptions 2020, only 5 last year and he said it was drop eight his first year there yep. or two seasons ago and he just kept forcing the ball down the field. And then last year because you know Lane said be uh, aggressive, so he was throwing interceptions down the field left and right. And last year, uh, he took what the offense gave him or the defense gave him. What what are you what are you grunting about?
3: Well, I don't think he saw that much drop eight when you're an unproven quarterback at that level. I mean, my senior year when I came back, we got a lot of drop eight. All right, we had been really good my junior year. I built up over time, and so like teams, it was a sign of respect when right. they're paying. P22 Tampa against you, right. and you've got Mike Puzlesley, who's one of the best linebackers in college football, is dropping into Tampa too. You're going, okay, I'm gonna have to check the ball down a lot, or it's gonna be a little different with how I have to manipulate the defense. I don't know that he saw that much in his first year starting at Ole Miss, um, you know, that much drop eight. Now, maybe it was schematically because the the offense that Lane runs and teams know that it tends to give them a little more issues and they don't want to give up big plays but I, I didn't see that as much um over the past two years watching
2: him by the think, way paul plus what i say mike oh, oh I'm sorry. I, I
3: Paul. sorry you, meant. Paul, you by know the way, i mean it, paul my bad i, I, I can't mean believe if I you're I gonna give it. the guy
2: a compliment at least get his ring. i know
3: I, is his, <laughs> his brother named mike i can't believe i said mike yeah paul, i, have, I trained with paul for a little bit yeah. anyway uh, uh, zach then,
2: wilson 6-1
1: you're right you're there you right. go so see? that's what he reminds me of just
3: you know skill set kind of that big year
2: right that big leap um it's a little herky jerky for me. What is?
1: What do you mean? You is, it, it, it's
2: just frenetic the way he plays in the pocket. There's not well, a calm about I it. I would say I, th- I think he
3: handles chaotic situations or the play breaks down well. He's good outside that, the pocket. That's, that's probably yeah. one of his,
1: his strengths. Um, and Zach Wilson didn't face hardly any pressure BOI. That was sort of the knock coming out. Right. And then what, what happened
2: is rookie year. Right. looks so he hot. And and part of the so that's a little my This year though. is he has a hard time seeing Zach Wilson sure because he's shorter and yeah. and, and, and corral's not to have taller. that problem he, but but yeah, he's look.
1: gonna play on the perimeter isn't he who corral you know out in space well that's what you they started
3: doing with zach wilson eventually right too. put him out get him deep drops things yeah. so he can get back away from that i mean look i'm six four and or six three and seven eights whether they have me at the combine and there's times when even as tall this as
1: 511
3: yeah <laughs> wait just just drake london again you hear about that <laughs> what some reporter asked them they're like you know you talk about being a um a you know being always a big play wide receiver and all stuff and he goes how do you do that at 5 11. he was like what <laughs> i like, love it <laughs> that's that's the
2: combine you get questions I, like Jake, that I, I, might end question. up being uh receiver number one by the way there,
1: we, we'll talk about that later but there are a lot of uh, three receivers i love him Taylor burks and, and garrett wilson i I, know, I have still haven't decided who i love the best all right let's get out get you out on this Pete, because you gotta gotta do something in a couple minutes talk about sam howell where where, where you at on him and I don't
2: me, like the way he f- has a feel before for Before you prey. start
1: though, give me give me your top four, t- three or four quarterbacks as you're taking them off the board.
2: I haven't finished it yet, but okay. I, if I did, I would right now it would probably be picket one, how two. Hmm. He's caught my paper right now. No, I'm not. Um Will is three, even though you don't have Matt at all. Carson
3: Strong four. He doesn't have Matt Corral that high.
2: No. Probably okay. he's, he's strong. God, and then really? corral, maybe corral, and then strong because well, he bothers me I, a lot.
3: But I'm with you on Sam Howe. Like I think, watching him this past year, he at times put that team on his back. I mean, defensively they were awful; at terrible. Times. And then offensively, he didn't get much protection outside of Josh Downs, But post. he also doesn't
2: it doesn't handle the front side protection that well either when it's coming right at him. Brady.
3: You know, that's 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 part of it. Some of that can be what's building their offense. I mean, I, I've been an NFL offense before. They're like, oh, you have a quick answer," and it's like. Wait, we don't like go protect this up, or we don't have like a hot route. No, you got a quick answer in there. with the coverage isn't going to allow that to right to be open, right? So I, I don't know the specifics of his offense or, or what they asked him to do. I just know this. I mean, he's got the athleticism, the athletic ability. He's tough as nails. His arms good. Great. He's got a yeah, really good arm. Yeah. arm. I, I put him up there with Malik and I think that's and right. Carson Strong. And um, I, th- I think his deep ball accuracy is. Pretty darn I good. Might and he best. lost a ton last year.
1: Two, well, th- well, here's what you say, Pete. That's the situation you're going to go into at the next level. If you can't, you have two wide receivers and running backs, both all but the of those.
2: College is a different game, though. I mean, but when you have when you have those two receivers and those two running backs and they both go. Go, go put you, on his tape, not this past year, the year before. And well, then, but that's because uh, he had well, the you guys there. But that's I went back and happens. watched a couple games last week of him just because I wanted to get a better feel for him. And I came away feeling much better about him than I initially thought I would.
1: Well, let me ask you this then, and Brady, I want to hear this as well. So it felt like a lot of times this season when everyone left, the offensive line was terrible. It was one read, and I got to run because I'm about to get crushed. Yeah. Can you uncoach that out of him? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: He wasn't but like that. Active. That's what I'm saying. He wasn't yeah. like that two Protect years him. ago. Okay. So, like, he, he reminds me of Baker. Like, that's who I I, think that's I I think he might end up being a little a little bit higher ceiling than Baker. I think he's like 75%. Well, because I think he's a better athlete. I think yeah. he can run better than yeah. he can.
3: And he, I think he's a little bigger too. And, and, we saw him and last and night. Baker, when he's healthy, he's good. Yeah,
2: yeah. He's, got he's, not the playoffs. he's not an elite guy, but he's good. He's good. Yeah.
1: All right. That's all we got from uh, Indianapolis. Pitt Any Six parting Podcast. words for Will Brinson or no? Yeah,
2: what do you want no, to say? No, no. I <laughs> took enough shots today. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but he took a bunch at me yesterday. Huh? Yeah, I was just going to
3: say.
1: Is he even here right now? No, he's not. No, of course he's not.
2: Ouch. He's golfing.
1: Yeah. All right. We'll be back later in the week. <laughs> uh, Pick Six Podcast. Uh, thanks for joining us.